0: The movie is set in Mauthausen Concentration Camp, where the Germans sent many of their Spanish political prisoners. An estimated 7,000 Spaniards were shipped there, many of whom had previously been held in camps by the French government and handed over to the Germans. The majority of the Spanish prisoners at Mauthausen were forced to quarries, where they were worked to death under slave labor conditions. But a few fortunate ones were given administrative jobs. Of the 7,000 Spaniards sent to Mauthausen, more than half lost their lives. The Nazis at the Mauthausen camp collected photographic documentation of day-to-day life of the prisoners, including their executions. The camp had kapos, who kept the prisons in line and were as brutal as the Nazis. Kapos were a special type of prisoner in the camps, who were chosen by the officials to control other prisoners. The movie opens up with many Spaniards being taken to Mauthausen Concentration Camp. Once the prisoners enter the camp, they're forced to give up their belongings, undress, and get their heads shaved. They're then marched out into the freezing cold and made to stand naked. The chief of the identification service, Paul Ricken, is a photographer who clicks each and every event of the concentration camp. He clicks those pictures for propaganda purposes so that the Nazis can publish them to cover up their atrocities. By concealing the truth, the Nazis convey the idea that the prisoners are mere criminals serving a sentence. A prisoner's corpse is presented as the consequence of a lawbreaker trying to escape, not as a brutal execution. Paul positions his camera and methodically photographs the freezing prisoners. Meanwhile, the supreme commander of Mauthausen, Fron Ziris, arrives to look over the new prisoners. The old, the disabled, and the frail are pulled out of formation and directed to a van to be driven away. A terrified young boy named Anselmo watches his father being driven away in the van, but he's too naive to understand anything. Later, Anselmo goes inside the Identification Service Center to click an identity photograph. There, he meets a Spanish communist prisoner named Francesco Bosch, who has been a prisoner for only two months in the camp. However, he's managed to get the privilege of assisting Paul in his photography. Since Anselmo is worried about his disabled father, Bosch lies to the boy that he will be safe at the infirmary in another camp. The truth is, prisoners who are taken away never return back. While working with Paul, Bosch mentions that his father, who was a tailor, taught him photography. Paul, who's impressed by Bosch's photography skills, suggests he play with lights and make pictures more appealing. When Bosch mentions that he likes realistic pictures, Paul tries to convince him that pictures taken at the camps are far from reality. In the next scene, Bosch and the prisoners working in the administration travel to the outskirts of the camp with Paul, where they find several frozen corpses lying in the snow. Bosch is asked to click pictures of the dead prisoners, who were allegedly shot while attempting to escape. As Bosch sets up the camera lights and positions their bodies, he whispers to Fonesco, another prisoner who oversees the photo lab identification services, it turns out that these men were simply executed and then dumped in the snow. The sole purpose of this photo shoot is to again create a record that no one escapes Mauthausen. As Bosch takes the photographs, he sees a corpse that looks exactly like Anselmo's father. Back in the camp, Bosch finds out that Anselmo's father identification number and the number in the corpse's photograph don't match. Realizing that the boy's father is still alive, Bosch goes to the political office of the camp and asks Fonesco about it. The latter panics and claims it's a minor mistake. Meanwhile, the Supreme Commander Franz arrives and orders Fonesco to fill in the death certificates of the escapees and write a condolence letter to their families. As soon as Franz leaves, Fonesco takes Bosch to a corner and tells him that his curiosity will cause trouble for fellow communist prisoners. However, Bosch claims that inside the camp, he's only an ordinary prisoner. Then Fonesco explains that he and his fellow communists change the numbers of the prisoners to save as many lives as possible. They exchange the uniforms with the soon-to-be-executed ones, who are mostly ill and dying. Also, Fonesco reveals that the prisoners are executed in several ways. They're killed using lethal gas, injections, animal attacks, cold showers in winter, and countless other heinous ways. But the worst of them is dying by exhaustion on the stairs of death. After hearing Fonesco, Bosch requests him to help Anselmo's father, and the latter agrees. Luckily, he and his friends are able to save the man from execution and bring him back to Mauthausen, disguised as a different prisoner. However, the Supreme Commander, Franz, finds out about Anselmo's father and shoots him dead. Later, Franz asks Bosch and Fonesco to throw the corpse into the camp fence. Meanwhile, Paul takes a photograph in order to prove that he was shot while trying to escape. In the following scene, while Bosch is working in the photo lab, He discovers a file filled with war crime negatives. Scrutinizing them, he discovers that the negative films show piles of bodies lying one upon another. Disturbed by his findings, he instinctively decides that he must use the negatives to create evidence of these atrocities. Hence, he begins to collect and hide the negatives in some secret areas. Following that, Boash meets his fellow prisoners in the back of one of the barracks. They are secretly listening to a war broadcast on an amateur radio that's been stored under the barrack floorboards. From the news, they find out that the Germans will soon be defeated in the war. This excites the group and they rejoice momentarily. Elsewhere, because of the massive losses, the Supreme Commander Franz has ordered the destruction of all negatives and prints in the photo lab. He knows that the devastating loss means the war is quickly turning against Germany. Meanwhile, Bosch reveals about the negatives he's found and hidden to his fellow communist prisoners. He also convinces more of his comrades to preserve the evidence so that they can reveal to the world about the atrocities and horrors in the Nazi camps. Soon, the group starts hiding the negatives in different places of the camp. In order to convince the Nazi officers that they've destroyed everything, Bosch and a fellow prisoner add many unused negatives in the files and dump them in the incinerator. Inside the incineration room, Bosch sees a man being thrown into the incinerator after being tortured for several months. The scene is quite disturbing for Bosch. At the end of the day, Paul is quite impressed with Bosch and praises him. Furthermore, he rewards him by taking him to the camp's brothel. There, he gets a chance to have a hot shower and spend time with a prisoner woman. On the other hand, it's revealed that Paul, who's obsessed with photography, clicks pictures of the prisoners while having intercourse. After Paul leaves, Bosch tries to talk to the woman. She explains that she was promised to be sent away from the camp in six months if she becomes a prostitute. However, she's been a prisoner for a year now. When Bosch informs her about the negatives, she happily agrees to hide them in an attempt to act against the Nazis. Eventually, Bush convinces his fellow prisoners, most of them being communists, to join him on his mission. Soon, he gets help from several camp prisoners, distributing the negatives as widely as possible. The hope is someone will survive the camp and use the negatives to bring the atrocities to light. One night, while the prisoners are dancing and enjoying themselves at the barrack, A capo interrupts and starts to beat them. Fortunately, Bosch stops him, saying they're rehearsing for a play. The next day, Paul, who's been informed about the play, asks Bosch to perform the play for everyone, considering some entertainment is necessary in the camps. While they're talking, Bosch sees some prisoners being taken out of the camp. He learns that those prisoners are taken to the quarry on the outskirts by a businessman named Poshkosher. Paul claims that outside the camp, there's work and life is better. One day, when the Nazi officers check the barracks, they find the radio hidden under the floorboard, along with a photograph of a prisoner's family. Hence, the officers deduce that the prisoner is plotting against them. Franz commands the guards to punish him. Scared, Bosch and his fellow friends decide to take away the negatives and implement their plan as soon as possible before the Nazis suspect them. Later that night, the prisoners perform a play. While all the officers are busy watching the play, Bosch runs to the cargo storage room in order to put the negatives on the granite boxes that will be shipped to Berlin. Since someone has to travel with the negatives, Bosch volunteers to do it. Once he escapes the camp, he plans to open a tunnel, an exit gate, so that his friends can send the rest of the negatives. However, his fellow prisoner, Hans, insists on getting in the cargo and delivering the negatives safely outside. In the next scene, Bosch is summoned to Franz's house as a photographer to capture the moments of his son's birthday party. At the party, Bosch runs into Anselmo, who's serving food to the guests. Just then, Bosch overhears Poshakar talking to Franz about taking more prisoners with him to the quarry. Once alone, Bosch requests Poshakar to take Anselmo with him, and the latter agrees. But before the boy is taken away, Bosch talks to him and gives him some negatives to hide. Later, when Anselmo reaches Poshakar's barrack, he reveals the films to the fellow prisoners and the caretaker, who help him hide the films safely. Back in the camp, Hans is captured in his attempt to escape with the negatives. While other prisoners are forced to put up a musical performance, Hans is marched for his public execution. Franz berates and threatens the prisoners about any future escape attempts. The brutal Nazi commander then forces the prisoners to watch Hans being hanged till death. Meanwhile, Paul stands ready with his camera to capture the moment. After Hans's execution, other prisoners march one by one past him, each staring at him with anguish and pain. Devastated by the incident, Bosch gets into a fight with Paul for capturing such atrocities and ends up in a cell. On the other side of the cell, he finds a fellow prisoner from a small hole in the wall. Turns out the other prisoner had managed to hide some negatives with him before being thrown into the cell he passes it to Bosch, who hides it safely. Later, Bosch is tortured and beaten for information about the negatives. When he doesn't reveal anything, he is sent in a gas van to be executed with lethal gas. As a Nazi officer drives the van consisting of Bosch and several other prisoners, it stops on the way. Surprisingly, someone has leaked the pipe and the gas stops spreading inside the van. However, the Nazi officer takes all the prisoners out of the van and readies to shoot everyone. He manages to kill some of them, but just as he's about to finish them all, the US troops arrive, prompting the Nazis to flee the scene. In the next scene, Bosch stumbles back to the camp, where he sees the prisoners fleeing with weapons as the Nazis have left. Then he retrieves the negatives from all the places they've been hidden. Before leaving the barrack, he goes inside the photo lab where Paul is staying to surrender himself. Bosch steals the officer's camera and leaves. Outside, he sees the dead body of the supreme commander Franz thrown into the camp's fence. After being free from years of imprisonment and torture, the prisoners destroy the Mauthausen camp. At the end of the movie, Bosch and his friends visit Anselmo and his caretaker, who hands the safely hidden negatives to Bosch.